0: Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, December 12, 2018. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by the people's champ himself. He is Matt Baxendale. Bax, there's been so much talk about all these things Ohio State football related other than the Rose Bowl matchup itself. Let's dive into that a little bit. Buckeyes favored by seven at last check. I looked at it last night on Bovada and Buckeyes favored by seven points in the Rose Bowl over Washington. Just your thoughts on this matchup. Do you think Ohio State's going to roll? Do you think there's a little bit of uh, trepidation? Just uh, your thoughts on this matchup. Uh, I'm
1: extraordinarily confident to the point that if I was a big gambler, I'd be putting Ohio State and giving the points without even thinking about it. Um, We we could do the whole matchup thing, and I can make a very reasonable argument that Ohio State should win that across the board. but the simple fact of the matter is often is oftentimes in bowl games, the team that's most excited to be there generally comes out, plays better, and wins, right? That's the way that these bowl games that aren't the playoffs generally pans out. And Does anybody think Ohio State's players aren't going to be frothing at the mouth to send Urban Meyer out with a win? I mean, to me, that's the biggest factor in this game by a mile. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything really comparable, in fact, uh, that's going to be an impact on this game, except for how jacked Ohio State is going to be emotionally. Now, that said, matchup for ohio state is also very favorable first of all the pac-12 stunk this year it was the worst of the power five leagues um though the acc certainly top the bottom was just as bad they just had a better team at the top in clemson and it's really a shame ohio state won't get to see washington state in this game who was easily the most fun team in the pac-12 this year but lost to this washington team in the apple cup in a snowstorm so you know it is what it is there but matchup wise look Washington's defense is very good. They're the best defense in the Pac-12. I think everybody's pretty aware of that. And we saw how defenses that are good do against Ohio State's offense. What's up, Chase Winovich? Uh, Ohio State scored, uh, correct me if I'm wrong again, Dave, six times 10 plus two is 62 points against a much better Michigan defense. So
0: uh, I yeah, feel like Ohio State's going to be a position... Yeah, real quick, and I'll let you continue. Uh, you know, Don Brown has that nickname, uh, Dr. Blitz. I think that's out the window. It's now Dr. 62. Dr. 62. Go ahead, Bex.
1: Mr. 62. 62 asterisk, you know. (laughs) But, uh, the, the Washington defense is good. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to be able to match up to Ohio State. Ohio State's going to score a ton of points in this game. And, really comes down to whether you think that Gaskin and Jake Browning, the noodle arm quarterback, are going to be enough to beat Ohio State's offense. And Truth be told, I think with time to prepare, I think this is kind of the swan song for a lot of these guys. And even with Draymond Jones potentially sitting out, this is a good matchup for OSU. I've probably talked a little bit on this one already, but OSU should win this game big, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, and Draymond hasn't made that official yet, but I'm with you. I think he... He almost, like, pretty much has. When you ask, are you playing, he's like, I don't know, <laughs> and you're healthy, and you're a late first-round pick. Tell you what, if I was uh advising Draymond Jones, if, and if I had, like, a skin in the game, I would definitely tell him, sit out this game. Um, now, now, selfishly, do I want him to play? Hell yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for, for just for the listeners that are wondering, Draymond has not made that official, but I'll be very surprised if he plays.
1: Yeah, I agree. And here's the other thing, though, Dave. Is there any place on defense Ohio State's better suited to handle the loss of an elite player than a defensive tackle? They're really deep there between Devon Hamilton, B.B. Landers, and all the young guys, Togi I, and that group. I mean, there's four or five defensive tackles that'll be able to play in this game, even without Draymond, and play very effectively. It'll be a little bit of a look at what it's going to be like next year, and guess what? OSU was a lot of good DTs. I mean, it's kind of weird to think, because I remember 10 years ago, we were all complaining we couldn't find a darn defensive tackle to save our lives. But, you know, if Draymond doesn't play, obviously it hurts OSU, but they're still in a position of strength there. I mean, you know, you're not going to spin this any other way than saying Ohio State's without two of their three first-round picks in this year's draft in this game, the other being Nick Bosa. You know, at least Haskins is playing. And Haskins, I think, is going to be very motivated to play well, by the way. Because I, I, again, will go on the record that Dwayne Haskins will leave for the NFL and be the number one overall pick this year. So this is his kind of swan song of, look, I've done everything I need to do in college. Who cares if I've started 20 games? I've started 13 or 14 or whatever it is, and he's played in the Michigan game, which essentially should count at that point. This is going to be Haskins' exclamation mark on his career. And I think that's a great sign for the result of this game.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a good way for Urban to go out, I mean, if he wins. <laughs> I think you will. Um, what a way to go out! Seven and zero against Michigan. Going out, his only time coaching in the Rose Bowl, the game he grew up revering. It, it, it's pretty cool, uh, especially all the ups and downs from this year. The way, like, I mean, it's just been such a crazy season. If he's able to go out with a win in the Rose Bowl, go out thirteen and one this season. Um, what a way for him to go out! I mean, yeah, it'd be, it, obviously it'd be better to go out with a national championship. We all know that. This is like the next best thing, though. Um, switching gears from the Rose Bowl. Um, Zach Harrison, that's like the number two storyline. Really that's the number one storyline. I just wanted to focus on the Rose Bowl in today's show. But Zach Harrison gonna announce one week from today. Obviously the early signing period is one week from from today, December nineteenth, and Zach's gonna announce on the 19th, where do you expect he's going to go? He's down to Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, as he's been for a long time. He's floated back and forth between some of those schools. People have opined here and there. Mr. Baxendale, where do you think he's going to end up?
1: So normally we talk about in recruiting that one game doesn't make a difference for a player, right? It's, you know, they look at the big picture. picture. This is the exception to the rule in my eyes. Zach Harrison is so wishy-washy, unsure of what he really wants to do, and I think that he was believing in the Michigan hype. Had they came in and beat Ohio State 24-3 to or something and looked amazing on defense and yada, 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 I think we would have lost them here. But I think with a kid who is really as unsure and as pliable to the latest thing going on between the two schools, as Harrison has clearly shown to be, I think this game had an enormous impact on him. I think all the preconceptions that he had about how Don Brown's defense was going to develop him and Michigan was descending and Ohio State was descending – were completely and utterly blown out of the water. And I think a lot of the confidence and faith he had in the Michigan program to put him in a position to develop in, and, and win games and, and throw him into the player he needs to be, I really think that took a massive hit, seeing Michigan's defense just get utterly lambasted by Ohio State's offense. And the Urban Meyer change, as weird as it sounds, I think that helps OSU as well, too. Um, There's been a lot of scuttlebutt that Harrison and Meyer on a personal level may not have clicked as well as one would have hoped. Uh, Ryan Day going in there with a little bit more of a sunny personality may have been a little bit of a difference to helping Harrison as well. And finally, the fact that Larry Johnson's staying, I think is a significant thing here. You have Ryan Day now clearly going to be there for Harrison's college career. You have Larry Johnson saying he's retiring at OSU someday off in the future. Because if Larry's not leaving now, he's never leaving, plain and simple that stability is really going to help Zach Harrison feel comfortable with a decision to come to Ohio state. And in the end, I think he's going to come to Ohio state unless he is hell bent on getting away from home. And truth be told, I live in Lewis Center. Zach Harrison lives within three miles of me. It's a totally different world getting down to campus. It's far enough away from home. You can get away from home. It's not like OSU's campus is in his backyard. It's not like he lives on Norwich or something. Right. And, I think that unless he is utterly bent on getting out of central Ohio, and I don't get that vibe. I think he goes to Ohio state. I think everybody around him is kind of more comfortable with him at Ohio state. And I think he's a kid who is going to be really impacted by the last big momentum swings that you've seen here. And all the last momentum swings point to Ohio state. So I don't have a crystal ball, but if I did, I'd put it in for Ohio state at this point.
0: I like it. I like it. Uh, Last thing before I let you go, it sounds like, if I had to guess right now, I mean, Alex Grinch is going to get promoted to defensive coordinator. Again, this is just me spitballing. I don't. this is not factual out there. Bucknuts morning, five loyalists, all five of you. Uh, But I do think Alex Grinch will get promoted out to defensive coordinator. Greg Shiano will be elsewhere, maybe head coach of Temple, maybe somewhere else. But let's assume that happens. Let's assume, like, for once in my life I'm right. And Grinch is the D.C., and they need to bring in – kind of like a co-DC, I mean, it, Marcus Freeman sounds perfect to me. Now, I mean, talk about that a little bit. Maybe do you think is, is there anybody else that might be in the mix, people that are, might be wondering, well, would Marcus Freeman leave leave Cincinnati where he's the defensive coordinator to come to Ohio State and just be co-defensive coordinator? I said, hell yeah, he, he would. Um, so I hope Ryan Day makes that overture. But um, just if Shiano leaves and Grinch is the DC, who's that main coach you think Ohio State should and, and would bring in?
1: Well, I think the ideal candidate is somebody who can coach linebackers. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious to everybody that Bill Davis is gone after this year. Uh I, I, My running joke lately has been, Urban quit so he wouldn't have to fire his best friend. Um, but the, I think at this point, anybody you bring in to be a co-DC with Grinch, and I agree with you, I think Grinch Grinch is an Ohio, a Central Ohio native. He left the job being the defensive coordinator at Washington State to come to Ohio State to be sort of the defensive coordinator in waiting. He's a young, dynamic guy. He's about the same age as Ryan Day. I think there's a lot of potential in that partnership. Um, But Grinch is a guy whose background is in the secondary. And you also have Tabor Johnson, who has a background in the secondary. And at this point, you also have Larry Johnson on staff. Where's the obvious hole? Linebackers. I think you have to somebody who has a linebacker background. And to me, I think it's going to be somebody like – I think Marcus Freeman is clearly the first choice. And Ohio State is a promotion over Cincinnati. No matter what anybody seems to think about the sole defensive coordinator rights to the co-defensive coordinator rights, I think it's a big upgrade for Ohio State. And Freeman being a Buckeye certainly helps. Um, I think he's the number one target by a mile. But I have one other name for people not to sleep on, and that is Rob Harley, a.k.a. former Buckeye Rob Harley, a.k.a. the guy who coaches linebackers at Pitt right now. Don't be surprised if he is the number two option. Now, I think it's going to be Freeman. If I had to bet, i bet on Freeman. Uh, but I, I do think there's other options out there. And I think this is the, – the Ryan Day coaching staff is going to be bringing in people based on accomplishment versus uh, closeness to the head coach. And I think that's a good thing. If there's ever been one criticism of Urban, it's that he's a little too nepotistic in his hires. And, you know, I put this in the bucket, too. We've been hearing about Corey Dennis, Urban's son-in-law, out there recruiting right now for the Buckeyes that's fine and dandy for now and correct me if i'm wrong here dave but that's fine and dandy for now but if Corey dennis is going to be a quarterbacks coach next year in the state of ohio it better be somewhere like bowling green versus ohio state you don't bring somebody in for their first big time coaching job after being a ga to ohio state you go and build your resume elsewhere even zach smith coached at marshall and temple before he came to ohio state and we claimed he wasn't experienced enough i hope ryan day it uh, doesn't feel pressure to have to hire somebody who's close to Urban because of the situation that Ryan stepped into. And I think we're going to see on the defensive side of the football, it's certainly going to sort of wipe away the friendship group of Urban Meyer, which was Greg Chiano and Bill Davis.
0: Great insights, as always, from the People's Champ, Matt Baxendale. You can catch us calling every Sunday. It is the bucket. Thank you very much, Bax, and thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in the show. Hope you have a great day. Let's go that Buckeye swag, best in abandoned band in the land.